go with another edition of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Ken Cooper. I don't know if you uh, remember me, uh, but I used to do this show a while ago, and I haven't in a bunch of weeks, about three weeks. I have been away from this particular stool uh, and this particular microphone. Did you miss me, Rick? Did you miss me? And you had the squeaky stool, too. We didn't get the good one, did we? That's okay. I will try to not swivel my hips too much tonight. I'll just try not to get too into it. Because you know, when I get passionate about things, those hips just... I mean, they don't call you the Mr. Shakira for nothing. (laughs) So, first of all, i got to say thanks to uh, Dave from WKTY uh, for sitting in for me. He usually does Tuesday nights on this program. He was doing the Thursdays as well. And uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, and Dave, you can deny this if you want to, I don't think it was a hardship. I think he... uh, Really? I get to talk some more? Yeah, sure. But we're all kind of like that in this business. Um, If there's something you want to join in the conversation on this evening, by all means, we'll have the phone lines open, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line 785-7914. And we would love to know what's on your mind. I especially would. Like I said, I've been out of this seat for about three weeks, so I barely know what is going on. I, I come back to town and... I hear Mike Hayes this morning talking about uh, the lacrosse center, and I'm just, I'm, what? They're going to do what? And they, what? So we're going to talk a little bit more about that, give you your chance to uh, voice your thoughts on how many heads of the lacrosse center should we have. Yeah, and yesterday we had like a 12-minute show, so I hit on parking a little bit. The parking consultant, the $100,000 parking study they're going to do as they implement a bunch of other plans, so we can do that. We have consultants for everything, and what I said yesterday, because we're, we hired a parking consultant to study parking in the, in the you know, lacrosse area, but a couple of years ago, we hired a parking coordinator, and then right after we hired him, the police took over the parking. So, like, but yes. the parking coordinator, couldn't that guy be the consultant or the expert in all things parking? You know, I, I guess I'll say what, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the end of the conversation, I suppose, first, and say that... It seems to me that so often it's not necessarily what this city does, it's how they do it. And the order that they do it, it so often doesn't make any sense. We'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about other things. I was in Nashville, Tennessee. I I would love to talk about the music that I heard, some of which you're hearing right now, the wonderful Jeff Coffin. Had a chance to see him at a small little club that seated 83 people, and it was fabulous. Hard not to find fabulous music in Nashville, Tennessee. So, And the text line's up there. I don't know if there's a text. I can't see that far. But just so you know, you got it right on your left shoulder. There. Yes, the people poll, uh, will, or the uh, Better Hearing Center talk and text line is available to you, 785-7914. We're going to be checking in with Mike Hayes, who I'm assuming is sitting very comfortably at International Furniture. And all of that is to come on this Thursday edition of the Crosstalk PM on WIZM. The news brought to you by American Home Fireplace and Patio. I'm Rick Sola. Many of Lacrosse's iconic works of art might be lit up at night if recommendations from the City Arts Board are adopted by the Park Department. At tonight's Park Board meeting, a report on public artworks in Lacrosse will be reviewed with proposals for improving pieces that have deteriorated. Lighting is suggested for most of the nine artworks included in the report. The Hiawatha statue on Riverside at Riverside Park needs repairs, but the Arts Board says private funding should be used to do that maintenance. The Lyra metal sculpture at Burns Park also needs a new coat of blue paint. And the report includes suggestions for the dancer sculpture near the pump house, but that's already going to be relocated across the street. The Cross Center definitely could use some more workers. Center Board President Brent Smith said he doesn't dispute that observation from a consultant who would study the building's operation. We just need more staff. We're not going to be able as the building stands today, we need more staff. And as, as we expand, we're going to need more. Smith, however, isn't sure about the consultant's recommendation of having the convention center business and operation of the arena managed by two different people. Smith says having one manager, Art Fahey, supervise both the arena and convention operations works well for the building. An SUV apparently stolen from Colorado was seen going 120 miles an hour on I-90 at Sparta this morning. Monroe County deputy followed the SUV to Highway 16 and then back to I-90. The vehicle crashed into a fence near Toma and was soon engulfed in flames. The driver and two dogs got out of the SUV before the fire spread. The driver was taken to Sparta for treatment. No word on what charges he might face. 
And a lacrosse resident just charged this week with attempting to strangle his girlfriend was back in court today on a drunk driving charge. 19-year-old Noah Betts was jailed earlier this morning for driving with a revoked license and with a prohibited blood alcohol level. Betts already had been charged twice this week with felonies. He's denying a claim from his girlfriend that she was choked by him repeatedly during a flight. During a fight. Not a flight. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Rick Solom. Your source for news. Wisdom News. And WisdomNews.com. May's Maytag Month at Midwest Heating Appliance. Get up to a $700 prepaid MasterCard by mail with the purchase of select Maytag appliances. Buy five select kitchen appliances and get $600. Or get up to a $100 prepaid card back by mail when you buy a select Maytag laundry pair. Plus, get 12-month financing store-wide and free local delivery and disposal of your old appliances, too. May is Maytag Month with powerful deals and up to $700 in rebates only at... There's a large percentage of us out there that have allergies. Probably more people that do have allergies than don't have allergies. There are things we can do to help people. Dr. Holly Fisher, optometrist at Optical Fashions. A lot of people suffer with their eyes itching and burning and swelling and looking red, whether it's dust mites, indoor allergies, or animal allergies, or seasonal pollen, mold, those kind of things. We can help people with different medications, whether it be an antihistamine, lubrication drops, cold compresses, anti-inflammatories. There's a lot of different things that we can do depending on how severe the allergy reaction is. If you're struggling with seasonal allergies or dry eyes, optical fashions may be able to help. Optical Fashion, just off Highway 16. Look for the three terracotta peaks. People with allergies can still wear contact lenses. I think that's a myth out there that people that have allergies aren't able to wear contact lenses, and that's simply just not true. Uh, We can help people so that they can wear their contact lenses successfully. If your health matters, so does your source of information to help you maintain your health. Join host Chris Stauffer this Sunday morning at 8 on WIZM for It's Personal, brought to you by Gunderson Health System. 30 minutes that will get you up to date and the latest information on medical news, health care trends, along with important insider information about health care and how it affects you, wellness, medicine, fitness, surgery solutions, and more. Tune in to It's Personal from Gunderson Health System Sunday morning at 8 on WIZM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. WIZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. I'm Ken Cooper. This is a Thursday edition of Lacrosse Talk PM. And, uh, you know, I think this is a very nice studio that we get to sit in uh, to do this program until I start to think about where Mike Hayes is. Uh, hanging out this afternoon very comfortably. We did hear a little snoring earlier at International <laughs> Furniture. You got nothing on me, pal. This chair is way more comfortable than any chair you can find to sit in. At the studio. This yeah. baby is just really... This chair could eat me alive. If I took my <laughs> shoes off and uh, and cracked open a bottle of wine, that would be the end. That snoring you heard, that would be the real me. Well, that sounds like a wonderful way to spend your afternoon, but I, uh, why are you there? Because Flex Steel is on sale. Every stick of Flex Steel furniture is on sale. It's the Memorial Day sale that's going on right now through, of course, Memorial Day, so you got plenty of time to come over and shop. But if you want to save 50% on the floor models, you've got to come over and pick them out because once the floor model is gone, well, then it's gone. So 40% off everything Flex Steel, 50% off most of the floor model pieces, and when they go, then they bring all brand new furniture out. And when I was talking with Todd and uh, Bob earlier, I said, man, you, are you redoing everything? Or No, he's just, we're, we've been so busy lately, the pieces are disappearing. We bring in some new stuff, and I'll tell you, it is the opportunity for you to get a sectional or a, maybe just a chair, a couple of recliners, the coffee table, and all the artwork that goes together with it that is unique to international furniture, then it would be unique to your house at super savings. The things that you never thought you could afford, now you can easily, and the artwork to go with it. And that's something you need to come and check out. International Furniture, when you're looking for something comfortable that will look this beautiful for a very long time, as long as you don't have 26 little kids or five teenagers, this furniture is going to last forever. Check it out. International Furniture's 
Flex Steel Memorial Day Sale is on right now at International Furniture, where it's always been. I-90, exit 2, right here in La Crosse. Lovely, lively La Crosse, I might add. All right. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm Ken Cooper, and this is La Crosse Talk PM. It's a Thursday edition, and Mike uh, is going to stay on with us, and we're going to talk about some things. I've been out of town for a while, so I'm a little bit behind, but uh, I want to say thanks to Andrea for getting things going on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. I'm going to start with her last line of her text. Thanks, and welcome back. That was very nice. I think that's a nice way to start things. Uh, the, the important things she said are sell the money pit center, stop the parking scam, recall Cabot. So there you go. We've got some conversation starters. You are more than welcome to join in. Do you agree with Andrea? Do you not agree with Andrea? Do you understand what the heck is going on? 785-7914, we'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, Mike... Uh, can you get me up to date? What are we up to? Seven or eight heads of the lacrosse center now? Is that what I? Or am I just confused? Well, the consultant wants three. There are two: Art Faye, and uh, there is uh, uh, also a young lady. Man, don't ask me her name because at this moment I can't remember uh, it. Uh, the, the catering guy and uh, the uh, marketing young lady and Art Faye. They would like to have three separate managers for the uh, the center itself for the uh, uh, convention business and for all the other business that takes place uh, at the lacrosse center so that nobody is regularly working uh, 60 or 70 hours a week, right. which is burnout city. Oh, absolutely. Um, so now, did Art, has he voiced an opinion on this? Because I was listening this morning and I thought to myself, I wonder if anyone's asked Art. I have not had an opportunity to ask Art. I, wanted, I started with Brent. I called Art. And he wasn't at his desk, so I hung up. I left a message, hung up the phone, called Brent. He answered right away, so I put him on uh, this morning first because he answered the phone first. But you're absolutely right. Uh, talking with Art uh, is also going to be uh, integral to making this decision. It is interesting that Andrea has uh, has shared some thoughts that I've heard from a number of people that uh, that call on the crosstalk in the morning, and that is sell the lacrosse center. Uh, the, the issue would be if you put a, a, a for sale sign on the lacrosse center, I dare to say that it would be for sale for a very long yeah. time. There are very few privately owned and operated uh, exhibition halls like the lacrosse center. Right. Well, Mike, uh, let's uh, let's get to the phones. Uh, you can stick around. Um, I hope you will be able to hear this. Seven eight five seven nine one four. But uh, caller number one tonight, Eric from Sparta. Uh, Eric, thank you for calling. And I just want to know before before we go anywhere, did you miss me while I was gone? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Very sincere. Eric. <laughs> All right, what's on your mind? All about this. Uh, yeah, another two more managers for the cross there. Yeah. How much more is that going to cost? They have to uh, bond for that or pay the taxes for that? Uh, I'm guessing $200,000 for two more. Well, at least if we're going to curtail some of Art Faye's powers, right, he would get a salary cut first. Right? He's not going to be doing as much work. He's only going to be working on one section of the uh, the arena. Hmm. The point I'm trying to make is it's still going to raise the cost of the managers in the thing. Three of them now? Right. And, uh, okay, then uh, they raise the cost of that, and they can't fix the roads even to get there in the first place. Then, uh, then they're talking about this parking thing they got going on down there in Flotmire. What the hell is he worth? You want to spend $100,000 for a parking survey when they hired this guy to figure all this crap out? No. And they, then they claim that that just paid for the parking authority. Well, where does the money come for the parking authority? All right. Hey, Eric, I've got a question yeah. for you. I've got, can, let me ask you a question, okay? Yeah. Uh, why does a city own something like the Lacrosse Center? Why would a city get into that kind of business, do you think? I, I think they're trying to promote the city, first and foremost. But if the thing can't turn a profit, why do they own it? Well, I think that's a really valid point. I think maybe they, I wonder if they look at uh, a little bit bigger picture, and the center itself may not make a, a profit, but the profits come in through the taxes of all the other businesses that are supported by the lacrosse center. Does, or does that not seem fair? I understand that. I understand that. But the point is, they got to raise everybody's taxes to do this. 
And they, then the mayor goes begging the surrounding communities before they even told them about it. Everything is afterwards instead of beforehand. It's a piss poor plan out, plan out, period. And uh, as far as the. Uh, somebody's got to pay these, these three extra managers down there, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm guessing, I don't, Rick, you wouldn't do it for free, would you? Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't I do it for free. Eric, thank you very much for the call. If you want to weigh in on uh, the issues, please, by all means, uh, give us a call on, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 785-7914. Sell the Money Pit Center. Uh, Mike, if you're still with us, does does that has that concept been talked about much, That the idea that I, that the lacrosse center might be a, a kind of a loss leader, you know, that we see in stores. They don't make a profit on the center itself, but it brings the money into the town. Everything around the lacrosse center is making money. You're right. As, as, and I hear that sell the lacrosse center from people who would like the city of lacrosse and the city government of lacrosse to do absolutely nothing but the, but the absolutely essential services. They would like government to handle uh, fire department, police department, emergency services, uh, snow plowing, and so forth, and no beautification, no parks, no lacrosse center, no fancy sidewalks, no bump outs, no bike paths, no nothing that costs money, just taxes back to taxpayers, and the city is, uh, I've never been able to get anybody to tell me what city in the state of Wisconsin uh, is gunmetal gray and has no amenities whatsoever. Why would you want to live in a community that has nothing but uh, taxpayers with money in their pocket? You know, you never want to go out, never want to see it. Every time they want to do something, they have to get in their car and leave because there's nothing going on where they live. There may be a community like that, but I'm guessing it doesn't have 55,000 people in it. I, those, whenever we have this conversation, uh, and I don't mean just you and I, but uh, the, the people in general, when I, when I picture the cities uh, that are being described, I think of uh, the Soviet Union is kind of what I... Yeah, just gray and unattractive, and people live there because they have to. People in the cross, there are people... <laughs> I had this argument with, uh, with uh, a listener, and I interviewed as many people as I could think of that could add some insight, insight to the assessment. Why did the assessment go up? Because properties in La Crosse are highly sought after. People are looking to buy homes in La Crosse, and there aren't homes on the market. So I talked to the uh, president of the Realtors Association, and I got texts from people that said, Realtors are all crooks. They are not to be believed. <laughs> okay, well, who do, you, who do you believe? Who do you talk to? Uh, you know, they want the assessor to set the price. I have a friend who's been trying to sell his house for three years, and he hasn't had a single bite. Is he selling it with the realtor? Hell no. He's got a price. He's trying to do it himself. Right. Well, you talk to any realtor. If your house is on the market for more than 90 days, then there's probably a problem with the right. price. Right. So... Back to the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Libertarian guy has chimed in. He says, Mike assumes that nobody would voluntarily give to build non-essential services to beautify, etc. Americans are the most giving in the entire world. And to assume that nobody would use their extra money to give to their community is wrong. Voluntary giving is much better than compulsory giving. That's from Libertarian guy. We've got number three. Uh, on the line, 785-7914, if there's uh, anything you want to contribute to the conversation. Good afternoon, number three. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I- I'm great. I just came back from vacation. I was in Nashville, man, so I ate a lot of food and heard a lot of good music. And, uh, in other words, you're on a retraining program. Yes. <laughs> that's that's why I'm letting Rick and Mike talk so much today. Uh, that's the only reason okay. I would do it. So what's on your mind? Here's the way i got it figured out. I think the center, the board at the center down there told the consultant to tell them they needed more help. Do you follow me? Sure, sure. Okay. Now, maybe the consultant wouldn't have said they needed more help if the board wouldn't have told the consultant what to say. And is that just, is that a hunch, or do you have any evidence of that? Well, no, but I just know how it would go. That's about the way I see it. I've been in business all my life, knowing a lot of the top dogs around here, and mm-hmm. this is the way it works in my mind. Okay. Public, private business wouldn't do it this way. 
can see how much business there is out there. Out there. After they get financed and after they got it built. Then see what they need. Do you, do you think that um, private business and, and local government are, uh, don't you think they might be apples and oranges? Is that a really a fair comparison to say that because private business would do it this way that a city government should do it this way? Well, I, I think sometimes if the city government would work like private enterprise does, we'd be a lot better off than what we are right now. I mean, every time we're going to make a major decision, we got to hire a consultant to tell us what to do. Then if it don't work out right, then we blame the consultant and not ourselves. Well, follow me. I follow you, and you make, uh, I think on that we can uh, agree. <laughs> it is certainly a good way to push things down the road. That's absolutely true. Thanks, sir, for the phone call. You bet. Seven, eight, back. Thank you very much. Seven eight five seven nine one four. If there's something you want to chime in on today, uh, we've got a, the talk and text line. Andrea, <laughs> Andrea is back in action. Thank you, Andrea, for the input. And Phil wants to say uh, splitting sales responsibilities between additional managers is a great idea. Pay would be very simple. Each person gets five hundred dollars per week salary and a percentage commission on the sales brought in. Commissioned sales get paid what they are worth. Lacrosse Center should be a cash cow. Uh, and I, that's where I guess I would like a little more. Uh, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough, but it seems to me that if, if the Lacrosse Center could at least break even, that it would be fulfilling its and I think purpose. They have. And it would, that would be fulfilling its purpose. Because isn't, isn't the idea of a center like that to bring businesses and bring people into the city to spend their money elsewhere. Yeah, it's not a it's not a it's not a cash making machine. It's not supposed to be there to make money. And I don't think it's losing money. I mean now it is because it needs forty two million dollars in expansion and repairs, but I w- up into the there I think it has either broke even or, or made some money. I would love to hear from somebody from uh, on Alaska this afternoon. Uh, our fine mayor was there talking to your city council the other day. Um, and asking for, I think it was half a million dollars to be paid out over 10 years uh, to uh, help pay for the lacrosse center. It's hard to believe this place that's just so fun to go and uh, have parties and, and see basketball and stuff well, uh, has become such a contentious issue. Well, what's interesting is now, a couple of years ago, the Milwaukee Bucks wanted to bring their you know minor league team, their D League, and now it's G League team here. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Bucks wanted to control quite a bit of the lacrosse, they wanted a lot of control there, but that would have been a, a great thing for the city to have. You know, look at the Bucks now. They're, they're three wins away from the NBA Finals. Well, anybody who could have predicted that uh, would uh, should definitely get a boost in pay. It is 529 on the Crosstalk PM, WIZM, Newstalk 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. Uh, we're going to come back. I hope we get more phone calls. Seven eight five seven nine one four. More texts on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We'll talk with Mike again from International. Can get that area code because overseas, you know, other states. Yeah. I think those people are yeah six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. I was driving along and I decided to record some of my thoughts. That's Daryl at Floor Crafters. All right, all right. Almost every day of the week, we hear comments from our customers that they have come to us because they've heard our ads on the radio. And we would just like to take this moment to thank all of the customers out there, all of the listeners out there that have come to Floor Crafters as a result of hearing our ad. People come up and say, we've heard your ad on the radio, and, you know, we're going to buy our flooring from you guys because you sound so trustworthy. No matter what you paid for your home, it's your mansion. Get new flooring and a lifetime guarantee on their work from the Flooring Guys at Floor Crafters. I'm Daryl. My family and I own Floor Crafters, and we'd love to be your flooring guys. As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. For many students, school is not just a place to learn, but also a place to be fed. In the La Crosse School District, as many as 50% of students are eligible for a free or reduced lunch. But still, some students are falling through the cracks. And in some Wisconsin schools, when students don't have any money in their lunch accounts, they cannot have lunch or are served an alternate meal. A bill being debated in Madison would require Wisconsin schools to provide lunch, no matter if a student's lunch account is empty. 
Some schools have taken away the lunch trays from students whose meal accounts have negative balances. This bipartisan legislation is designed to cut down on that so-called lunch shaming. It would require Wisconsin schools to provide a student who requests a meal, a school lunch, or breakfast, and would prohibit schools from penalizing students who are hungry but unable to pay. Many school districts in the state have some policies regarding students with negative balances in their school lunch accounts, but this bill would provide a consistent policy across the state. It's good that this effort has the support of both Republicans and Democrats. And it's good that some Wisconsin lawmakers are working to ensure that students have enough food in their stomachs to be able to concentrate in class, no matter their family's income. I'm Scott Robert Shaw on WISM. For WISMnews.com, brought to you by Park Bank, I'm Rick Solom. Republicans on the legislature's budget writing committee have approved more than more money for Wisconsin's technical colleges, but fell $11 million short of how much Governor Tony Evers and Democrats wanted. The Joint Finance Committee is working today on making changes to Evers' budget before the full Republican-controlled legislature votes on the two-year spending plan, likely sometime in June. Democrats and Evers propose increasing funding for technical colleges by $36 million. Instead, those colleges will get $25 million more over two years under what Republicans approved today. Democrats say that's not enough. Republicans, however, point out it's $7 million more than what Evers originally proposed. The governor yesterday doubled what he wanted to spend, tapping money from a newly announced $753 million surplus that came from federal tax credits. Across the Civic Center is about to embark on its first, 40, uh, first expansion in 20 years, so it's time to change the building's management structure, too, perhaps. Across Center Board President Brent Smith has doubts about a new proposal by a consultant to have separate managers for the arena and for the convention operations. Smith says the local building may not be big enough to require that. Yeah, that may be true in Chicago or Milwaukee or some larger venue, but I just don't think lacrosse we can have one person who, who at least in my view, is the, the head of both of those uh, functions that we serve. Smith was on Wisdom this morning. He said current center manager Art Fahey and his top assistants routinely put in 60 to 70 hour work weeks. Smith definitely wants to see an increase in staff, but wonders whether that would push the building over its yearly budget. The Cross Center is going through a $42 million expansion right now. Lucky Larry may have a shot to win millions more, this time from a jury. A judge has ordered a trial in the lawsuit filed by Iowa lottery winner Larry Dawson, who contends a $9 million jackpot that he won in 2011 should have been nearly three times as big. Dawson filed this lawsuit two, three years ago after an investigation revealed the lottery contractor, Eddie Tipton, rigged the previous $16.5 million jackpot, bought the winning ticket himself, and unsuccessfully worked with associates to claim it. Dawson's lawsuit against the Multi-State Lottery Association and Iowa's lottery contends the $16.5 million should be carried over to him. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Rick Solom. For more on these stories, visit WisdomNews.com. It's where lacrosse gets its news. As a business owner, you need the face of your business to look fresh. That includes what's in your building, chairs and couches, desks and tables. When you upgrade, what about the things you're getting rid of? Give them new life with Habitat Restore. Furniture, appliances, storage, and more. Your donations are tax deductible, and Habitat offers free local pickup. When your donation sells, it helps build and repair Cooley Region homes. Learn more at HabitatLacrosse.org. Habitat Restore in Lacrosse. Past Woodlands Highway 16, building homes, community, and hope. guests worse than your Aunt Flo. They fly, they crawl, they burrow, they scurry. No matter how they move, you want them gone. Call your local pest expert, Debor Pest Control. From state-certified licensed employees to master technicians, you know they'll get the job done right, guaranteed. Get local affordable pest control. For bugs no more, call Debor. Your local pest expert, Debor Pest Control on Alaska. When I'm out and about, people will ask me, do people still get monuments when they're cremated? Sheila Weezer, owner of Lacrosse Memorials. Of course they do. Cremation doesn't take the fact away that you lived. Recently, a lady and her husband came and they lost their daughter. And she saw this beautiful heart and angel monument. And she said, oh, can we make that work somehow for cremation? I said, sure we can. We adjusted the base, changed the base around a little bit. And we ended up with this really beautiful monument for cremation. 
Even if your loved one has chosen cremation, La Crosse Memorials has family columbariums that house family urns in beautiful granite structures. Stop by and see a columbarium, as well as other options for cremation memorials. La Crosse Memorials, just south of Valley View Mall on Highway 16, on Facebook, and at lacrossemonument.com. You know, cremation doesn't take away memories. They're still there. Megan and Andrew's parents would say they're adventurous. Their friends described them as athletic, and you might think them outdoorsy. When the Clayson team met them, it was to test drive four vehicles so they could drive home the one that was athletic, adventurous, and outdoorsy. Customers love Clayson. You'll love them, too. Experience the difference at ClaysonBuickGMC.com, where new and used vehicles are updated daily. I'm Tom. At the end of the day, we really like our customers. We're kind of weird that way. Well, I have just spent the last commercial break listening to Mike and Rick argue about, I don't even know what, so I think I'm just going to crank the music and let it go for a little. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Ken Cooper. It's a Thursday edition, and you're invited to join in, 785-7914. Before we go any farther, though, let's check in with Mike. Uh, not to argue with Rick, I think something we can all agree on, and that is the big sale at International Furniture is wonderful, right? Comfortable furniture is comfortable furniture. There is no arguing about that. And when you have the opportunity to buy any piece of flex steel at 40%, maybe 50% off if you come to the showroom and see the piece on the floor that you like, that piece is probably 50% off. You are in for a sweet deal because you can take that home, put it in the room where it belongs, whether it's a dining room table and chairs or I am currently sitting in uh, patio furniture. It's indoor-outdoor patio furniture. It rocks and swivels. It's beautiful. It will last forever. Uh, around the corner are the couches and the chairs, the sofas, and the love seats, the uh, coffee tables, all the art that might make that room perfect, all on sale. The Memorial Day Flex Steel sale on right now through Memorial Day, of course. The uh, 50% off floor model pieces will end when the floor model pieces are gone. So if you're looking for something, you should come over and take a look. You might find exactly uh, what you want at a price that you didn't believe you could ever afford. That's the fun thing about it. And 40% off, including your ability to pick the fabric, pick the finish, pick the frame and style, and have it delivered and still save 40%. They even have special financing if you're interested. Get it all worked out here at International Furniture, but you've got to come by. That's the deal. You can't just imagine what you're looking what you're looking for. You've got to come see it. And believe me, it is here. International Furniture's Flex Steel Memorial Day Sale on right now at International Furniture. I-90 exit 2, right here in lovely, lively lacrosse. All right. Thank you very much. Mike Hayes will check in uh, at least one more time to talk about uh, International Furniture and maybe again between now and then. This is a Thursday edition of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Ken Cooper back in the studio with uh, Rick. 785-7914, that's your chance to uh, give us a call and chime in or maybe send us a text. Uh, 785-7914. Now, you were in Nashville. What, what did you do down there? Uh, you know what? We, I, we went down there like a couple of crazy kids. Um, we went down for four days to Nashville, Tennessee. We left at 2 o'clock in the morning on this past Thursday morning. That was crazy right there. From the very beginning, leaving at two o'clock in the morning because I had to make a stop in Milwaukee, and then there was a uh, a show that we wanted to see at six o'clock in the evening in Nashville, and it's crazy to think that can even happen, um, but it did just barely. But it was about a thirteen-hour drive, and it rained literally for ten of those hours, and you know what it's like to drive through rain. It was incredible, but I am proud to say, not only did we make it to Nashville in time for the show, but I stayed awake. So that was very good. Saw some great uh, jazz and heard some great jazz uh, and some great bluegrass and some great rock and roll in Nashville, Tennessee. So if you have been there, uh, I I wish I would have known where to go. I wish you had uh, told me before some of the great places to go. We we discovered some, 
But it would have been uh, really good to have some ideas before we got down there. So maybe you have an idea, because I'm willing to go back. Seven eight five seven nine one four. We've yeah. got the uh, talking text line up and going. The only time I've been to Nashville was a pit stop on a spring break road trip to like Florida. So ah. well, you had other things we, on your mind. We stayed up till like six a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, and then hit the road for Atlanta. Without ever sleeping. Good to be young. Good to be young. Who do we have uh, on the talking text line? Is this Triple O Tom? Yep. Hey, Tom. Yes. Hello. Okay. I have a plan that will save lacrosse taxpayers $52 million. And the way to do that is to sell the lacrosse center to private enterprise, the top bidder, which hopefully would be $10 million. And then they can... And save that at four million. They are intending to build the new bill and turn it over to private enterprise, which would put it on the tax rolls, and 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 then everything is much better. It'd be much better managed by enterprise. That the city would actually get money for the building instead of having okay. to put forty-two million into it. And and I honestly think that that's a good idea. I think I don't think that's a bad idea, I, uh, Tom. And don't hang up. A um, couple of things. One, you're breaking up a little bit, so it was uh, hard to get some of what you said. But uh, I guess my question is. What kind of a business, what kind of a business person, who is in the market yeah. for something like that? Or would you require these people that buy the building to keep it a civic center, you know, whatever, like do what they're doing now? So I guess that's my first question. Who in the world would buy that? Uh, uh, some business person, top bidder, and I can't tell you if it'll be $10 million, maybe only $5 million, uh, whatever. But, no, the government can't sell it and then make that get it on the tax roll so it's paying revenue to the area if we need areas for convention or something then they will shoot for that and i think that private business can do that and make money at it so uh that would be my approach but once they sell it it's in the hands of private enterprise they do not need and should not try to mandate what they do with it okay well thanks tom for the phone call what if Bill Gates bought it and then just, that was his, you know, made summer his, home? Made it his man cave. <laughs> it's a riverside. Make it his man cave. Yeah. That would be something to do. Seven eight five seven nine one four. This is a Thursday edition of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Ken Cooper in the studio with Rick. And we've got number three back on the line. Hey there, three. Well, I'm going to be a little more serious this time. No joking around. Okay. I spent my whole life in business. What I would like to see, and I've never seen it, is how much money... That place has taken in every year for the last five years how much their expenses were every year for the last five years and see if that thing is really spinning us a profit or losing us money. I think I, I agree with you completely that if it's a publicly owned facility, then we, the people, are the co-owners of that building, and we right. have every right to see uh, we're kind of I, like the I don't use as much of it as anybody else or the mayor does. So I just like to see how my how it, is if that's making me any money or down there. Well, I I, I, I mean I, I've never seen anything. They say they went in the black because they haven't repaired the business, haven't kept it up. Well, I was in business all my life, and when stuff wore out, I had to replace it. That would hurt my profit, right? But mm -hmm. I still stayed in business. I didn't wait. 30 years and then have it all come at me at once. Are you in favor of selling it? Well, I don't know about favor of selling. I don't think there's anybody stupid enough to buy it myself in this town. There's more ways to make money than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll find that out if we ever got a profit and loss. If they're showing some money down there, maybe one of the, the big boys, the heavy sh sh shooters in this town might buy it. Yeah, I, I think it's like... I think it's like buying an old creamery in a, in a town where the town is going to heck, so the creamery goes out of business. Just the same way as like an old creamery in a in a small town. They're gone. That's the way I look at this. All right. Well, and, you know, I've got a question for you with your perspective. Yeah. You said you've spent a, a lifetime in business. Um, right. Do you, are you Wholesale, a retail, everything. Okay. Are, are you a believer that a, a city or a local government can be run like a business? I mean, are they? Can, they, can, they, can the business template be laid over? I, I think it could be, but the, the good old boys sitting behind the rocking chairs down there don't want anybody to really to tell them what to do. Okay. 
All right. Well, thanks for the phone call. I don't think they want anybody smarter than what they are with all their heads together. (laughs) Well, I think that's probably true in a lot of cases, number three, actually. So thank you. No charge. No charge for this. (laughs) I appreciate the advice. Appreciate the deal. Before. 785-7914 785-7914 for the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I'd love to know what you think. Um, I, I think it's an interesting conversation uh, whenever I hear this. It just seems very simplistic to me to say that the, the center should be run like a business or the city should be run like a business. I, I understand where people are coming from with that point of view, but I am not convinced that it's that simple. I, I don't believe that it can be well, that simply done. It, it doesn't need to make profit. I mean, if, if somebody wasn't fixing it over the last 30 years, well, somebody's head needs the role for that, right? Like, what, what are we doing? Aside from that, like, the, the lacrosse center is here for, you know, our entertainment. Like, we get to go there, like, and, and be entertained by whatever they, whatever it is they have there. It's not, a, it's not a thing that needs to make money. I mean, it'd be nice if it broke even, but as long as it's, you know, at least, uh, you know, somewhere around the zero mark. <laughs> somewhere. I think zero or above would probably be the best option. Um, Better Hearing Center talk in text line, 785-7914. Somebody named Mike Hey Hey Yes. Mike Hey Yes uh, has chimed in. Uh, he says that it's Mike Hayes. I was making a joke. Uh, he says that the uh, books are open. You can see them anytime. Make an appointment and go look. Libertarian guy says a smart business person would review the books, profit and loss statements, etc. Unless look, unless the Lacrosse Center made that information publicly available, no one will buy it. No one knows for sure. Uh, according to Mike, uh, that is all public uh, knowledge and public information. And ahead, Mike. we know this for a fact, Mike. Absolutely, the books are available. You got to make an appointment because they're not just sitting out on a table. But I've been told that any number of times. If you would like to see the Lacrosse Center books. They are publicly available. You call, you make an appointment, you get on there, and you can sit with uh, with Art or with Brent or with somebody from the board uh, and go over the books, ask questions. Absolutely, uh, they are okay. available. It's not right. a secret book. All right. Thanks for the input, Mike. Um, another uh, another um, Better Hearing Center talk and text that came in. Uh, there's a There are a lot of large banquet areas that the Dells has. Some are privately owned uh, civic event areas. I think the Green Bay Stadium is privately owned. And it, uh, Lambeau Field, is that what uh, he's referring to? Well, I would imagine. I don't know I mean, that there's that's, uh, the Rush Center. I mean, there's yeah, I don't know that that's uh, privately owned. I mean, it's owned by the team, which is owned by the city. Yeah. So, um, I got one. Do you got one of those little that, shareholder things you the, paid a hundred dollars for? The difference is, I do think that the Packers make a profit every year. Do you think <laughs> Rogers just signed that contract? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It seems like we sold our jail and county buildings, and that's uh, on the tax rolls. And if it's on the market too long, you are right. Maybe the price is too high. Um, and you can join in. You can give us uh, your thoughts on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We're going to take a quick break. Then we will be back to uh, wrap things up and uh, hopefully see what you have to say on WIZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Lacrosse Talk, weekday morning, 6 until 9 on WIZM. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm Mike Hayes, and I'll have $266 in the news quiz jackpot. The open phone segment, which is radio graffiti, means you bring whatever's on your mind to the table. Our question on managing the lacrosse center. Mike Smuxta is the Democratic Party chair. How will he and his party keep from delivering Wisconsin to the president? Uh, Brent Hannifel with Ms. Midwest Music Fest. A little music in the studio. Look forward to that. And breakfast pizza. After six tomorrow. Work is always more enjoyable when you have fun doing what you do. As Wisconsin's top SBA lender, Morgan Farmer of Park Bank is in total agreement. Small businesses are fun. Every bank and credit union does it their own way, but for us, working with small businesses, they're just fun to work with because small business owners are real, normal, authentic people that are really passionate about whatever their business is, whether that's making cookies or spraying insulation or fixing cars. It's fun for us to work with real people who are passionate about whatever their business does. I've heard one of our small business customers say that it's important to have a good attorney, a good accountant, and a good banker. And we pride ourselves at Park Bank at offering good, honest banking advice Park Bank in La Crosse, Holman, and Sparta. And online at helloparkbank.com. Park Bank means business. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
You have a small IT department? Congratulations, you're already ahead of most businesses. But they're stretched pretty thin. Projects aren't getting done. You can hire another employee or let laser product technologies lessen the burden by managing your help desk. Let IT focus on projects to keep your business moving forward. Talk to Dave at Laser Product Technologies today. Ask how he can help your company be more efficient. Get more done with Laser Product Technologies. PM, WIZM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. It's a Thursday edition, so that means I'm Ken. And uh, we'd love to hear from you on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. We'd also love to hear from Mike Hayes. If he is awake, he's been sounding awfully comfortable at International Furniture. What's going on there, Mike? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, except for that last piece, which kind of blew my old thing, you have uh, shared some really sweet jazz bumper music, guys. <laughs> I really, really like your choice for bumper music. That is uh, Jeff Coffin. That is a gentleman we drove 13 hours to Nashville to see play at a, at a little club that seats 83 people. Wow. It's so cool to be able to see him up close, yeah. to know that you're the 82nd and yeah. the 83rd yeah. person. And then and then we did ACDC just for the heck of it. Well, that, that helped wake me back <laughs> up. You're right. Because here at uh, Flex Field Memorial Day Sale at International Furniture, everything is about comfort. Comfort when you sit down, comfort when you lie down, comfort when you get out your wallet. It's all comfortable during this Flexfield Memorial Day sale. It's going on right now at International Furniture, and everything Flexfield, everything Flexfield is on sale. 40% off, up to 50% off some of the floor model pieces. So come by and walk through the showroom. If you see that piece, it's just the right size, you really like it, up to 50% off. Everything else, 40% off, and that means you get the flexibility of pick your own fabric, pick the finish, pick the frame, pick the style, have it delivered, 40% off. So you're into some serious savings here at International Furniture. But as the old saying goes, move it or lose it. Because when the floor pieces, the floor models are gone, then you've lost your chance to save 50%. Uh, If you want a piece and you need it quickly, but you want it to special order, the sooner you get it in, the sooner they can deliver it to your house, and you can save 50%. And as always, International Furniture has unique pieces you won't find anywhere else. There's only one way to save, and that's to get over here to International Furniture and check out the Flexfield Memorial Day sale for yourself. I-90, exit 2, Lacrosse. You will not be unhappy with what you find. All right, thank you very much, Mike Hayes at International Furniture. I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. It's uh, about six minutes away from six o'clock. And one more thing that kind of shocked me when I was on my uh, trip to Nashville, Tennessee, was that Nashville is really not at all what you would think it is. Uh, Rick, I know you you were only you were there in a probably a uh, an alcohol and drug fueled haze back bit, on yep. uh, spring break, um, but there are. It's an international city. The music industry there is international, and there is all kinds of things that go along with the music industry that just make it a town full of, uh, I found, frighteningly beautiful people. Um, it, it's not at all the the southern. There's no there's no hick. There is no redneck. It is a cosmopolitan city, um, and it, it just amazed me walking around downtown. There is, as a matter of fact. Uh, my my sweetheart and I were walking around downtown, just minding our own business, and on the sidewalk, walking towards us, was Carl Klug of Caledonia. No, that former Tennessee Titan. Oh, okay. The most perfectly formed human being I have ever seen in my life. I, I was, mean, I wasn't out. Jaw dropping. I mean, that just would have been Carl's brother Kevin. Not even real. <laughs> like a. Like a bodybuilder? No, he wasn't a builder. He was just like, that can't even be real. Well, just like per, not, not a famous person or anything. I not, not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. But he, uh, he was just so perfectly formed that he he would make George Clooney look like me. That's how <laughs> good-looking and perfect this person was. And there's everywhere you can't toss a 10-gallon hat around. 
down there without hitting uh, a, a beautiful person. So I, that, that was an interesting... Uh, I'm Are there I, a lot of 10-gallon hats no, walking there around? No, there weren't a lot of those. Uh, there were quite a few... Um, I think Memphis, you, may, you might get were, more of that, right? There, like well, Memphis, you'll get more of the black Italian shoes uh, okay. and things like that. They're not as country. They're more uh, down and dirty, right, greasy yeah. blues in Memphis, Tennessee. But I'm, I was pretty glad that I had my stereotype blown out of the water when we got down to uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And I'll tell you one thing. Um, lacrosse, we better step up because they can give us a run for our money when it comes to drinking games and having fun. <laughs> they have a couple of streets down there, uh, totally not my speed whatsoever, but there are people yelling and singing and dancing and hanging out of third-story windows in bars. They have three-story bars there. Oh, yeah. We, we don't have that. Yeah, I've gotten kicked out of some of those. Yeah, I don't, why don't we have three-story bars? Well, we've got a... A bar on the rooftop across the road here. Well, not, not a three-story bar. I'm talking, they're, they're three stories. I wonder uh, oh, how God. many bars are in Nashville versus how many bars are in Lacrosse. And I have never seen more portable mobile drinking operations. There was a giant, you know what a stretch limousine looks like. I was going to say like the pedal pubs and stuff well, like that. This was a stretch Ford F-150. The bed on this right. thing must have been... 20 feet long, and at the very end of the bed... Hot tub. Hot tub. Yep. Yeah. And guess who was in the hot tub? Uh, a bunch of beautiful Archie people. Bunker. A bunch of very <laughs> beautiful people having a good time. So, I don't know. They're, they're definitely giving us a run for our money. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. That's what I was doing for the last several days. We had some great bluegrass uh, music on Friday nights. We had the jazz on Thursday. We had rock and roll on uh, Saturday night. Did you fly down there? No, we drove. It was drove, a 13 okay. hour drive. Okay. Uh, like I, I missed said, that part. We, of left the at, we left at 2 o'clock in the morning, and for the 13 hours that we drove down there, it rained about oh, 10 right. of those hours. That. And that is, I don't know if that's just uh, a me thing or if it's uh, a getting older thing, but that was exhausting. Yeah. And I didn't drive all of it. Uh, not nearly all of it, as a matter of fact, but uh, that amount of rain for that extended a period of time while you're trying to drive is. Uh, well, let's just say, I, I don't know the next time I'll be driving 13 straight hours to go see something. Now, it really yeah, I've got a friend in Oklahoma City, so that, it's like a 12-hour drive to get there. Yeah, so. yeah. now if, if I find that you're going to be playing volleyball somewhere 13 hours away, <laughs> of that I might do. Oh, speaking of sports, uh, we didn't get a chance to get to this. Uh, we've been talking about the lacrosse center so much. Uh, word has it right now from our uh, sports department, which is Drew Kelly, um, there is a, it's a dart tournament that is going on at the lacrosse center, and we've had Drew stationed at the lacrosse center to do play-by-play <laughs> from the dart tournament. Um, but unfortunately, uh, Drew, sorry about that, buddy. We just uh, we kind of ran out of time. But that would have been, you know, he's very good at play-by-play. I was kind of wondering when I was driving in, and uh, you know, I kept seeing like these like advertising jerseys. People are just big guys walking around with these, and I'm like, what yeah. is going on down there? I thought there was. As, a, as the, the, the softball team come down, they get something to eat. But, yeah, the dart tournament. I, I'm always amazed that there aren't more injuries at big dart tournaments. So, <laughs> I, kudos to all Wait, are they using these, metal tips? I think they have plastic uh, tips. I have, I have no idea. I've no. never been to a dart tournament. That's why I wanted to have Drew Kelly there to do the play-by-play. And he's doing his That's one of the lacrosse center's biggest money makers. And, uh, and we just ran out of time before we could talk more about the darts and get the play-by-play from the lacrosse center. That's going to wrap things up on the Cross Talk PM, W. YZM. WIZM Lacrosse, News Talk 1410 AM, 923 FM. Wisdom News Time is